Welcome back to the David Glenn Show. Our next guest is owed a plaque. He is owed a prize. He is owed a trophy. And because we have not yet gotten the David Glenn Show 2017 State of North Carolina Coach of the Year plaque back yet, I am presenting to Kevin Keats now of North Carolina State University a stand-in trophy. It is merely a piece of paper. It is merely the envelope in which I collected my media credential for the Operation Basketball event. The actual plaque will be delivered to Coach Keats' office at NC State. But, Coach, welcome to the David Glenn Show as the Wolfpack's head coach. How are you? Well, you know what? I am very grateful uh, because it's not a plaque, <laughs> but I can tell you put a little effort into it. So I'm excited about it. You, you have made me a couple promises over the last couple years that hadn't happened. I know you're a Wrightsville Beach guy, a Wilmington guy. Yes. I haven't seen you down there. Um, and I got my plaque, so I'm going to deal with it. I appreciate you having me on your show again. Well, Coach used the phrase, a little work. The emphasis is on little. All I did was write on an envelope. But I will get him a plaque or a trophy or something. Frankly, I hope he keeps winning these awards. I'll just have to build a new side room for you. Hey, I know you recently talked with your old friend Rick Pitino. Yeah. Since he has been sort of out of the spotlight for a while, and I know your heart kind of goes out to him, what can you say about what you shared and how he's doing? Because a lot of Louisville fans and college basketball fans are wondering right now. Well, anytime you got a friend who's going through something, you want to be very supportive. And we, we didn't talk about a, a bunch. Uh, I, I just wanted him to know that um, I was thinking about him and I was thinking about his family and that I would keep him in my prayers. And it was simple as that. Coach Keats, of course, part of that 2013 National Championship at Louisville. Since then, he's done pretty good work. Three straight regular season titles, two NCAA tournament trips while with the UNC Wilmington Seahawks, now the first-year head coach of the Wolfpack. Have you lost in ping pong yet? You know, I, everybody asks me that question, and I, I will tell you this now. I have lost games in ping pong, but I don't lose many. Um, and, and, and here's why I've lost games, because I take on all challengers. Um, so if I had to play, you know, let's say 50 games a day, I probably would win 47. All right, um, that's pretty good. Yeah, that's a good percentage. You'll take that, right? That is a really good winning percentage. You are one of the only new faces here, right? All these returning players, we've, we've already know. There are, you at least have one colleague who's a new head coach. How does it go as the new guy? Are you already welcomed simply because of your Louisville ties and so many here in North Carolina already know you from your UNCW days, or do, do you sometimes still feel like the new guy? Well, I, you know, I don't feel like the new guy um, because it, it's funny because I've, I've had been able to build a relationship with all of the ACC coaches over the years, whether it was, you know, my time at Hargrave or uh, obviously being the head coach at UNCW. And so, uh, you know, everybody's, uh, you know, when, you, when you're – haven't won a game, or you ain't beat anybody. Everybody's friendly with you, so everybody's shaking my hand. And <laughs> I even got a couple hugs right now. <laughs> Kevin Keats of NC State is with us. We have to know, since the Wolfpack football team is off to one of its best starts in my 30 years of covering them, mere coincidence? Or are you know, funneling some play-calling expertise to Dave? Mere coincidence? That the Wolfpack's doing so well in your first year there? You know, Dave Doyne's doing a tremendous job. And, and, and I have to give our administration a, a lot of credit because, um, you know, they were patient enough to wait for him to get his own players in. 
and, and, and look at the results. Year and, five, um, yeah. yeah. It's a it's an unbelievable deal. Um, you know, he's a tremendous coach. He's a tremendous motivator. Uh, he's got his guys in. Uh, you can just watch those guys and see how they believe in one another and they're playing for each other. I imagine there's almost countless things that can matter on the recruiting trail. But when we see you get commitments that you're not allowed to talk about on the air, but, but you, you charge up Wolfpack Nation in the basketball sense, how do you describe, does, does a football buzz help even a basketball coach? Does your success at UNC Wilmington help even as, while you're wearing the, the cool-looking state jersey now? How, how does all that work? Because obviously season hasn't started, but you're getting some positive results in other ways. Yeah, absolutely. I think any of our athletic programs – at NC State that's winning. It certainly helps our entire program as far as recruiting. Uh, certainly we had a lot of success at UNCW here being in the state and you know having a chance to see us uh, turn that program around has certainly not hurt recruiting. It's been good for us and you know I, I've, I've you know targeted to some guys who are in state and uh, it's worked out for us. How was Italy? Italy was great. Um, I ate a lot of pasta and I, <laughs> lot of, I ate a lot of pizza and when I got back I worked out uh, um, <laughs> You know, about 20 days straight. How, how about the basketball as the Wolfpack? A lot of folks don't know how this works, but you basically get some extra time against players you know, wearing different uniforms. What did you see in terms of growth as young men or growth as basketball players after the, or during the Italy trip? You know, it was great uh, because we had the ability to get 10 practices. I think that was the most important thing. Uh, the other part of it is the basketball was fine, but more than that, we had the opportunity to come together as a team. We did some fun stuff. We saw some unique places. Uh, Italy's an unbelievable place yeah. to go to, uh, and I think it, it, it'll, it won't show up right now, but I think when we get in the middle of the season, I think it'll show up for our team. Kevin Keats has a lot of new faces, but uh, Abdul Malik Abu is one recognizable by ACC fans. He's back as a star player. Torin Dorn is back as a returning starter. Leonard Freeman out last year, but he's back after redshirting last season. Omir Yurtseven is back. Markel Johnson is back, but a whole lot of new faces. That's part of the growing process where that international trip uh, was beneficial. You mentioned the word practice. We have read that you are going to utilize PNC Arena as your practice venue more often than maybe Wolfpack teams of the past. Why is that? Well, I, we won't, uh, I don't want to get everybody thinking that we're going to always practice at PNC because we've got a beautiful practice facility. But I do think it's important when you have an off-campus arena that you have the opportunity to go there and practice as many times as you can because it be, so it doesn't become a, a way venue for you also. Um, so we, we have gotten over there at least three, three times. Um, uh, I plan on getting over there a little bit more uh, because obviously I wanted these guys to get used to practicing and playing there also. The day you were hired, I don't think we were 100% sure whether Malik Abu was going to avoid or you know uh, decide not to turn pro or Amir Yurtseven was going to decide to continue his career in the Wolfpack uniform you got them all charged up man you're one of the reasons they stayed in school do they still like you now that you've pushed them through all the the Seahawks style conditioning I mean are they still happy that they chose to stay with you well listen that's a question <laughs> you got to ask those guys um I'm excited that those guys <laughs> decided to stay. When you look at it, those were, you know, a couple of my first recruits. Um, yeah. And they like me. Um, <laughs> you know, it's really nothing for me to scream about yet. Uh, you know, obviously, we're trying to get in great shape. We're, we're trying to come together as a team. Uh, I will say they've given me tremendous effort uh, ever 
since I've taken the job, um, uh, they're starting to give leadership. I think they're starting to understand what I'm looking for. As a youth soccer coach and as the father of two soccer players, I know that conditioning is a long-term journey. So how do you, just do, a, do you assess on October 25th, they've only sort of been under your umbrella for however many months that is, six months? Are they close to what Kevin Keats expects in conditioning on October 25th, or do they still have a long way to go? Well, I think we got a long ways to go. If you ask those guys, they would tell you they're in great shape. <laughs> um, and that's true. Uh, they are. They're in better shape than they've been in the past. Uh, but for me, I think we're, you know, 50 percent and we, we got to go. We got a long ways to go. Uh, fortunate for us, uh, we don't have to play a real game for the next couple of weeks and we can keep on you know, continue to build on uh, what we've done so far. And uh, I think some guys are coming along. Uh, some guys are getting in better shape. NC State coach Kevin Keats is joining us on the David Glenn Show. There are, of course, 15 schools here at Operation Basketball. Almost everybody believes, coach, Duke is an NCAA tournament team, Louisville. UNC, Notre Dame, Miami, Virginia, Virginia Tech. That's seven teams right there that are almost expected to end up in March Madness. When you look at your roster, some proven commodities, some guys who were really good at other schools and are, are eligible right away for you, do you believe you have an NCAA tournament team at NC State? I believe that we will put the work in and live with the results. Um, for us, um, you know, when you look at it, we lost so much. Um, we lost our uh, three leading scores. Uh, you lost, obviously, a, a player of a magnitude of Dennis Smith. Uh, and I think everybody sees what he's doing in yeah. the NBA right now. Uh, you know, you, you don't get a guy returning, Maverick Rowan, who was a double-figure guy, and, and unfortunately we didn't get cleared with Terry Henderson. Right. So we lost so much of those guys, and, um, you know, we, we've got a big challenge, and our big challenge is the guys who are there not to worry about the guys who are not and obviously play through it and, and obviously try to put us back in the NCAA tournament. All of us have our own kind of mental picture of the returning players. What can you share about the guys that unless we were watching North Carolina A&T, we didn't see Sam Hunt. Unless we were watching Baylor, we didn't see Al Freeman. What do you see from them so far in the preseason? Well, I'm excited about both of those guys because when you get the opportunity to get an older guy, uh, Al Freeman's a guy who you know has had a very good career at Baylor. He's been to the NCAA tournament. Uh, he brings leadership. Uh, he's a guy who's right here in Charlotte, a couple hours away from our campus. Uh, he can score the basketball. We plan on playing him as a combo guard. Uh, also, when you talk about Sam Hunt, Sam Hunt's a guy who's played at two different colleges, uh, can really shoot the basketball, average almost 16 points a game. We, we get some experience from him. Uh, I've also challenged a guy like Leonard Freeman, who didn't have the opportunity to play last year, and I think it hurt the team because they didn't have anybody that rebounded the basketball. Um, so when you take those three guys who didn't play in a program, and then you add a Malik, and you add a Amir, and you add a Markel Johnson, and then uh, certainly a, a Torin Dorn, you got some guys who are returning, and then we've got some new pieces with a couple freshmen. Coach, beyond the basketball, part of the talk here is the FBI investigation hovering over this sport right now. What, what is your message to fans who love this game but are getting tired of negative headlines and hearing about cheating and cutting corners and all the rest of this stuff? What do you say to the folks who are, are thinking those ways? It's been, a, it's been a tough few weeks for our sport, um, and it's been bad for basketball. But I will tell you all basketball is not bad. 
Uh, I would tell the fans that we have a, a good product, and college basketball is, is, is it's a good sport, and it's going to continue to be a good sport. And, and certainly I wouldn't worry about what has happened. Let's get better moving forward. How do you handle as the head coach? You know, Jim Beheim sat with us at this event, and he said he got a suspension for something that he didn't even do under an NCAA rule that holds a head coach accountable, even if they didn't know what was going on by somebody that he supervised in that particular case. How, how do you sort of set a tone for anyone in your program to, to make sure that you don't fall into the wrong ditches? It's a tough deal because um, we might be the only organization that the boss gets in trouble for one of his employees. Um, and, and so what you got to do, you got to, you know, you got to set, set expectations. You got to have meetings. You got to have seminars. You got to talk about doing the right thing. Uh, I, I think it's important that you hire guys that you know, uh, you know, obviously guys who want to be career guys uh, in this business. And uh, you, as a head coach, uh, you got to lead by example. You know, you got to have a hard stance. We don't do anything illegal. Um, you know, we're going to recruit the right way, we're going to work hard, and we're going to get players that way opposed to doing things that's not proper. The Triangle is one of the only places in our whole country where you have people who go to work every day, you know, from three different powerful, successful college basketball programs. At least for now, are the Duke and Carolina folks who like rec recognize you out in the community? Are they at least for now nice to you so far? Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, listen, I am the I'm the only coach in that era that's undefeated as an <laughs> ACC head coach. <laughs> Roy Williams and Mike Shashevsky are in the Hall of Fame, but they've lost. That's right. They've lost games. Just want you to know that. I want you to think about that now. In the area, I'm the only undefeated coach in the area. That is a factually correct statement from Kevin Keats. As we let you go, Coach, and thank you for your time. It's great to see you in person. What would be your bottom line message? Actually, I have two more. Sorry. What would be your bottom line message to Wolfpack Nation as they're excited about your arrival, but we all know there's just no express lane to a championship? I, I would tell them to be patient. Um, you know, if you look at what's happening in our, with our football program, um, it was some frustration there before. And, and certainly, look where we're at now. I think everybody's patient. Uh, there's no bigger competitor than me. Uh, so if it's bothering them, it's, chances are it's bothering me. Uh, I want to put a product on the floor that's going to compete every night. That if you're an NC State fan, you're proud of that product. Uh, we're going to play hard. We're going to give great effort. Last thing. I learned at this event that Biggie Smalls is one of your favorite performers. Would Biggie Smalls hit Mo Money Mo Problems be a good fit for the challenges in college basketball in 2017. Well, let's start with this. I'm more impressed that you know what more money, more problems is. That, let's just go back with that part of it. I just, hey, listen, that, right there, I'm going to leave it at that. I'm not All even right. answering. You right. said more money, more problems, and I'm excited about that. All right. You're I, my guy now. I, just I, you to know I that. say that Biggie Small's more money, more problems should be part of the soundtrack when I write my book and accompanying movie about some of the harder problems of college sports now that it's a multi-billion dollar industry. I think I got an endorsement out of Coach Keith well, for that. I, I think you do, but I don't know that you can steal that line without getting sued for yeah, it. Yeah, I got to pay him for that. <laughs> oh, man, always complicating things with legalese. Hey, Coach, it's great to see you in person. You know we wish you well, yep. uh, and we'll, we'll get that plaque to you eventually.
I I'm think. A, for right now, You're gonna uh, hold on to I, that I'm going to take my paper and I'm going to take it with pride, and yeah. I'm okay with that. I'm glad you have a sense of humor, Coach. Yeah. That's not even 8.5 by 11. I didn't even give him an 8.5 by 11 piece of paper when, when as you, his Coach of the Year plaque. When you finally come see me <laughs> – at NC State, like you did at oh, you didn't come at Wilmington. <laughs> I visited a lot. You were always busy. Yeah, I don't like to bother famous coaches more than I have to. His name is Kevin Keats, first-year head coach at NC State. We appreciate his time, and we'll be back after this on the David Glenn Show.